The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown down and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. As always, it's a great joy to be with you this morning. And... Um, so this past week, we celebrated the Feast of St. Blaise and did the Blessing of Throats at Daily Mass. And, uh, and so I wanted to extend that also today. And so after the intercessions, I'll just invite people to come forward that want to have their throat blessed, which is just it's a tradition that we follow in the church on the Feast of St. Blaise, which is right after the Feast of the Presentation. So we blessed candles on February 2nd and February 3rd had the Blessing of Throats. Um, so the bonus in that means that I'm going to preach shorter because it's just going to add a lot of time to bless throats. Um, but uh, last week, the gospel reading was on the Beatitudes. And when our Lord finishes the Beatitudes by saying, blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. And, and so he sort of ends the Beatitudes on that kind of note like, oh, and you're also blessed when your life is really bad. And then he immediately says this, you are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And, and he gives them this exhortation that if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. In other words, like what our Lord is saying to his disciples is, like you have to always be striving for holiness. You have to always be striving for holiness. And, and striving that the salt never loses its flavor. And, and what does it look like when, when salt loses its flavor? In our spiritual lives, it kind of looks like, uh, I just give up, or I'm just getting by, or things are good enough. It's kind of when we're living in the blah, or a couple of weeks ago, I talked about living in the gloom period. And, and, and that zeal or that desire to grow or that, the, the hope that our Lord is real. <laughs> it starts to fade or to dim or we start to look at the church as just a social organization instead of a place where we encounter the living God. 
And so our Lord's exhorting, he's exhorting his disciples right, to never allow that to happen. And being the light of the world is, is really saying like, you know, you are meant to be a light that shines in the darkness. Just like we pray every single week at the end of mass that will be a light that shines in the darkness of our world. That, that because of everything that the Lord has done in us, it'll be obvious to others that there's something different about our lives. And that something different can happen at any moment of conversion that we happen along the way. It, it happens when we just sort of level up in the spiritual life. Or it happens when, when we come to a deeper place of understanding. It oftentimes comes after a time of trial where we've had to really learn to surrender our lives to our Lord. Or we've had to really learn that the Lord is enough for us. And, and so this exhortation, it, it really makes sense that it comes after that blessing where our Lord says, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Because those are specifically the moments in which we realize that there's nothing other than our Lord. I don't have anywhere else to go but towards our Lord. And, and every form of human suffering whether it's sickness or whether it's being cast out or abandoned or set aside or misunderstood, every form of human suffering. is really a gift and an invitation from our Lord to recognize that he is the only one. I don't have any place to go but towards our Lord. At the end of John chapter six, Jesus says to his disciples, are you gonna leave me too? And Peter says, Lord, to who else should we go? You have the words of eternal life. I don't have any other, I don't have anywhere else to go. There's only you, right? There's only you. And when we learn to go to him in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our affliction, in the midst of people, telling stories about us or misrepresenting us or, or whatever it might be, when we learn to go to our Lord there, it's then that that salt is, is reinvigorated in our hearts and that light becomes even brighter because we've learned one more lesson about surrendering our hearts to him. <coughs> And as that happens in us, other people notice and then they start to want what we have and they're attracted to the light. Right? They're attracted to the light. It's the most important means of evangelizing people is simply to have joy. And to live our lives in such a way that people notice that there's something different about them. And so we're, we're just over two weeks out from the season of Lent, and the season of Lent is, is kind of a big retreat in the life of the church each year where we start to look at our lives and, and look at what are the things that are in the way? Where has that salt lost its flavor? 
Where is our Lord calling me to surrender in a deeper way? How is it that our Lord's inviting me to grow during this season as we prepare for Easter? And, and as we're a couple weeks out, I just want to encourage all of you to start reflecting now about what that Lenten focus will be for you. And that begins with asking our Lord, you know, Jesus, what is it that you desire to do in my life during this Lenten season? What is it that you desire to heal? What are the obstacles you, would, you desire to remove? Like, what do you want to do? And we pray that, that as we do so, we, we truly do become that city that's set on a hill, that light that shines in the darkness, that we become a place where all are welcome to encounter the living God.